Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Here we are again. Isn't that exciting? Pour your spirit out. How important is that statement right there? Um, people, there's, it's funny, just thinking about this straight away. I don't know why I, I get conflicting arguments in my head sometimes when I, I make statements because I've heard other people say, no, 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 we don't need to ask for God to pour his spirit out again because he's already poured it out once and, and then that means that we're doubting that that ever happened. But if you read scripture, they got, they got baptised in the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost and then later on they were actually proclaiming when they were coming under persecution and um, they prayed, God, fill us with boldness that we'd be able to preach the gospel, yeah. and they got filled again. again. Scripture says they got filled again yeah. with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And when you read Scripture, it says, be continually filled yes. with the Spirit, speaking to one another yeah. in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, not complaints and whinings and obvious <laughs> statements about what's happening. We are in lockdown, but we are not locked out of the kingdom of heaven. We are not locked out of the presence of God. We are not locked out of the ecclesia of Jesus Christ. That is the gathering together, the agreement of the saints. I am convinced that that is where the power of the kingdom of heaven comes from. The agreement of the ecclesia coming together. Yes. Okay, I've had my say. I've started off. (laughs) We're going to just begin with communion. I know we didn't... um, set you up with any of this, but I'm sure you're at home, you'll have some food and some drink somewhere. And if you don't, then obviously you went to the supermarket and all the crazies had stolen all the food and toilet paper. Not that you're going to eat toilet paper. Um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But can can I just say before we take communion that this may be our reality for a while. Yes. There may be times when we can gather and then we may, you know, get locked down from time to time. Hopefully it won't happen too often. Oh, but come on. the reality is that's the season we're in at the moment. So when we can gather, let's be eager oh. to come to the house Boom. and gather. And, and when we can't gather... We can't gather, but when we can, let's be eager to gather yeah. together. Yeah. Don't just hang back at home and go, oh, well, it's so unsure. Don't tired. know whether we can go to church, whether we can't go to church. Don't know if I'll go this week. When we can, make the decision that you're going to mm. be there, that we're going to be gathering together as the ecclesia. And um, because we don't know when we can and when we can't. So when we can, let's, let's do it with enthusiasm and zeal for God's yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just really admire everyone who came out on Thursday night to our, our, our really our first soak for FebFast. And, and we're not doing soaks, we're providing soaks so that we can provide an encounter, an opportunity for us to encounter the presence of God. And what yeah. an awesome time we had. If you weren't able to make it, please, I, I, from the depth of my being, sorry, I've got a new mic on, I just might have tapped it then. No, we're all good. Um, please. Don't miss an opportunity to come together. Don't miss an opportunity because the habit has been that we don't gather together. That's a habit that's been forced on us mm. that we don't gather together. But let's let's not let that be our habit. Yeah. That when we have the opportunity to come together, let's do it. Yeah. Let's not come up with other other reasons to switch off or to make ourselves busy. Busyness is just crowding our lives, and crowding our lives isn't what God mm. has actually. He, he wants us to come apart from the pattern of this world. He yeah. wants us to separate yeah. ourselves from the pattern of this world mm. so that we can actually connect with heaven, so that we can connect with him. So we're going to just, we're going to actually eat and drink of the, the cup and the, the wine, the juice. And um, sorry, I just said exactly the same thing. But um, bread. yeah, this, is, this isn't just a something we do, this is who we are. Mm. We agree with heaven. We agree with what Jesus has done. We proclaim every victory Mm. that Jesus has achieved on our behalf. And um, if if we don't um, do do this, like how important was this that Jesus said, do this often in remembrance of me? And that wasn't just remembrance, oh, wasn't he a really nice bloke? This is in remembrance of what happened, this defining moment in history for all time, for all people, for all mankind, for all sins, for all diseases, for all afflictions, whatever it is, 
God has the answer and he has opened up heaven so that we can encounter that. So, Father, I thank you for sending Jesus. Mm. Jesus, I thank you for your obedience. And not only that, you counted it all joy to go to the cross because for the joy set before you, you knew what the cross meant. You knew what this this season of affliction, this season of pain, this season and this time of, of being on the cross meant for, for the whole of mankind, the whole of humanity. So, Father, I thank you for Jesus. Jesus, I thank you for your faithfulness. And I thank you that when you went to heaven, you went there with a purpose when you returned to heaven to send your Holy Spirit, to pour out your Holy Spirit. That was your plan, Father, to pour out your Spirit. So right now, we stand in agreement. Mm -hmm. We remember everything that you taught, Jesus, the goodness that you taught, the, the standards that you upheld, but the character you revealed of our Father And that character just flowed over into the Holy Spirit being poured out. And we now have that witness that we know that you are a good God, that you have a great character, Mm -hmm. that you keep your word, that your promises are secure, that we can trust you Mm -hmm. in everything that you are, everything that you have said and everything that you are about to do, that you Mm -hmm. have done, and that we are still seeing outworked on this earth. So we agree. And we thank you for the body of Jesus Mm. that was broken. By his stripes we're healed. The body that was broken, that the death that he faced Mm. in his body that we don't have to now spiritually face. We are not separated from God, but we are now adopted in. We are joined with God through Jesus Jesus Christ. And we thank you for the cup of the new Mm. promise, the cup of the new covenant. And we eat and drink now with gladness in our heart, Mm. but actually with honour in our heart, honouring your ways, honouring who you are, Father, Mm. honouring your word, honouring the sacrifice of Jesus and honouring salvation, redemption. Mm. Have your way, Father. May your kingdom come here today. Mm. May your will be done. Amen. Let's do this. Gladness in our heart. Thank you, Father. You are so good. Mm. Your ways are so good. Mm. Oh, thank you for your promises, Father. Mm. Oh, Jesus, you are Lord. You are King of Kings. Increase our faith. Mm. Increase our faith today. Increase our faith. Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Say amen. 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 Agree. Mm. Make it so. Amen. May it be enacted. We're two more agree on something there. It's done by our Father in heaven. Mm. We're agreeing for healing. Yes. We're agreeing for, for breakthrough. We're agreeing for providence in your life. We're agreeing for every promise from the character, nature, promises of God. We're proclaiming that right now. Agree with that. Mm. Agree with that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago when Steve McCracken was here, he had oh. a word for our church. Not, not just for us as leaders, but for the whole church. Mm. And, and this is what he said, there's going to be an increase in miracles. Ooh. There's going to be an increase in miracles. And he said, you as a church, not just certain individuals, but the whole church, you need to study it together, pray about it together, Come on. Come on. declare it together, pursue yep. it together, celebrate it together. Celebrate the miraculous. So we want to know when God does a small miracle in your life or when God does a big miracle in your life so that we can celebrate it together. Yes. And we also want to pursue the miraculous together because our God is a miracle worker. Oh, come on. You know, and, that, and that is partly what soak nights are about too. It's come not on. just two hours of worship. Mm. It's let's come together as the church and pursue God yep. and seek God and pray into the words that he's spoken over mm. every single one of us, the whole church. Oh, so, so good. So that's an open an invitation to the whole church. Febfast is about seeking God. It's we set aside this month to say, God, all the time you are number one, but this this month in particular, we are fasting and praying and seeking God to see heaven on earth, to see the miraculous happen. So let's make an effort to lean in together, together, together as the whole church Don't hang back and go, well, it's not for me. I don't have to fast this year. Thursday night, life swap is on. It's been a big day at work. I I might just stay home on the couch. 
don't stay home and sit on the couch when you can be here, leaning into the presence of God, worshipping our holy, awesome God, pursuing the miraculous, pursuing a supernatural life. It's easy to have a natural life and just sit back on auto mode and be apathetic and pathetic and stay on the couch or you can get up and you can pursue the supernatural and you can pursue your calling, your purpose while you're on this planet for such a small time. So I encourage you, pursue the supernatural. Pursue what God put you on this earth for. It's not to be, it's not to just be ordinary. Yep. We're not an ordinary people. We're a supernatural people. We are not yeah. of this world. We are not of so this true. world. Keep we are going. aliens. We are from heaven. We belong in another place. But while we're here, let's pursue the reason why we're here. Come on. That is so good. Yeah. Isaiah 55, <laughs> 6, that says, Seek the Lord while he might be found. And you might yeah. go, what? Is, can he only be found right now? No, it's actually me. Seek the Lord while in a moment when you can encounter him. That's why mm. we're providing opportunities to encounter God. That's why, we're, we're, that's why church gathers together. It, it isn't just to do something. It's not a club. Mm. It's not an arena yeah, where we're, we're offering like a um, time for you to just have community, even though that is a huge part of it, it is actually to to provide an atmosphere and an opportunity for us to encounter God. You yeah. will not find it in any no, other arena no, on the won't. planet. It's you only won't. through the ecclesia. It's only yeah. through the coming together. Yeah. You may at home. But that's in agreement with mm, the ecclesia mm. that you, when you're at home in your prayer closet, when you're yeah. at home seeking God, when yes. you're out seeking God, mm. that, that that authority of, of Jesus mm. is in the ecclesia. Yeah. It's in that gathering yeah. together, in that agreement, yeah. that unity of it. Seek the Lord mm. while in that season when he when we are making an opportunity to encounter him. Yeah. So that's where it's well said, Kylie. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to stand on my feet, but I knew that was going to upset everything. You know, like... Not upset that, but we're, we're running on a knife edge potentially here, you know, like, because the team, they have done such a great job to get back into um, doing the live stream for just us. Like and, oh, team, you guys are amazing. I just cannot rock. believe how, how smoothly awesome. you've done this. But I wasn't here yesterday when you were running around panicking. Mm. But so please don't take this time for granted. Mm. This is a, a mm. season. And... And I really feel there might be some people that are struggling at the moment. Some people are feeling tired and mm. worn out and not understanding why. Remember, this is a spiritual battle. Remember yeah. that we have an enemy that just wants to play on our emotions, play mm. on our fatigue mm. and make it seem like, oh, no, you can't do this. This is impossible. Um, you, you can't make it out Thursday night or anything like that. I implore you again. Make every effort, make yeah, every yeah. effort, make every Discipline effort. Discipline yourself. And this isn't about for us Discipline to have crowds yourself. here. Because yeah. I, I loved it having, like, Thursday night, mm. those that were there were just soaking it up. Mm. And, and even the kids laying mm. down on the floor. Yeah. Oh, I'm like yeah. going, they're in the presence of God. Yeah. They're having fun. They're laughing. Yeah. That's exactly what Jesus mm. was, was meaning when he said, mm. let the children come mm. to me. Yeah. Don't stop them from coming. Yeah, they might make a little bit of noise and, mm. and have some fun as kids. But isn't that the kingdom of heaven? That is. Doesn't, it, doesn't that God is. want us running around yeah. going, woo, we're loving this mm. time. We're enjoying this mm. time. They didn't even know that there was a lockdown coming. In fact, mm. none of us knew. Mm. But... <laughs> Even now, they're just going, woo, loving life. Yeah. I reckon, and and this is what I've put on the title of this Mm. message today, it's time for a faith lift. Mm. (laughs) Not a face lift, time for a faith lift. Yeah. And you've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, and I went, oh, come Mm. on, this is Mm. it. I was going to do my first stand-up preach for the whole year, like actually for probably a year and a half, nearly Mm. two years, and... Then we went into lockdown and I have to sit in this comfortable chair again. Oh, well. well. That's the sacrifice I'm making. Mm. Lead on, beautiful lady. So have have you ever been told that if you had more faith that something would happen? (laughs) Yes. I've heard it said. I have heard that said to to me. To people that if if you had more faith, you'd be healed. Or if you had more faith... You know, we'd see more miracles. I am remembering specifically now when I first hurt my back, 
Um, I was 21, 22 years old when it happened. And, and it, you remember it was pretty mm. crippling how, mm. how much it affected my body. And I remember this beautiful, darling lady coming to me and she meant, she meant well by it mm. because she was trying to stir something up yeah. in me. But yeah. the problem is, is that that's not always the way it's received, is mm. it? And because we're looking for people that are, are looking for a, a miracle or looking for whatever it might be, a breakthrough, um, <clears throat> It come, faith is an aspect of that, a major aspect of that. And I remember she was, came to me and she said, if only you had more faith, you would be healed. Mm. She used specifically those words. Yeah. It's coming back to me in my mind's eye. Mm. I can even tell you where it was at, at Wesley Church in Mildura on the corner of what? Um, is it 9th and 10th? 10th and Deacon, sorry? Mm. Or 9th and Deacon? One of those. Some, one of those yeah. Mm. It's been turned into Maydeck Centre now, but um, yeah. I, I just remember we were having church there and she made that statement to me. So, mm. yes, mm. you might have had that encounter as well. People have said, mm. or you've heard, you felt, if only you had more faith, then this would happen. Mm. So we want to tell you today that something that we're going to share something with you from the Spirit of God that's actually going to help you have a faith lift. Mm. Yeah, because the problem with that mindset is that immediately causes you to to analyze your faith to take your eyes off Jesus and yep. to start looking at your faith and to start thinking that isn't enough that's insignificant my faith isn't good enough mm. but the word of god never tells us to fix no. our eyes on our faith no come on the word of god never says analyze your faith and see if it measures up the, i can't find any scripture that says no. get your faith and analyze it and see if it's enough. But it does say in Hebrews 12 too, let us fix our eyes on Jesus because he yeah. is the author and he is the perfecter of our faith. Yes. So our faith doesn't come from us. We can't conjure it up. We can't increase it. We can't do anything to make it better because it comes from Jesus. Yeah. He's the author of our faith. It's a gift from him. It's a gift that we receive. And he is also the perfecter of our faith. We are not the perfecter of our faith. Mm. We are not the author of our faith. Our faith is a gift from God. Just like our salvation yep. that we receive by faith, not only is our salvation a free grace gift from God, but the very faith by which we receive that Ooh. salvation is also a free grace yeah. gift from God. I hope God. you're getting this. This is good. So it's not of ourselves. And if we start to think my faith comes from something I do or something I don't do, then our eyes are fixed on the wrong thing. Mm. Our eyes need to be constantly fixed on, fixed on Jesus, who is the author, the giver, the yep. originator. Yep the pioneer of our faith. He is the one that gives us our I'm faith. I'm going to use some D words here. He's the designer, he's the distributor, and he's the developer Absolutely. of our faith. I like he that. designed it, he distributed it, yes. and he, he is developing it in us if we yeah. allow him to mm. by his word because faith mm. comes, faith increases yeah. by the word. Yes. And not just the Logos word, but the Rhema, the Rhema word, word as well, Yeah. which as a church we've been hearing all about that haven't we mm. like it's it's important yeah mm. that's it so if you ever find yourself analyzing your faith it's time to get your eyes off yourself yeah. and back onto Jesus yes. because he is the author of the miraculous yes he is the author of healing he is the author of salvation he is the author of transformation it's not of ourselves mm. it never was and it never will be and I've been reading a bit of Smith's Wigglesworth because he was an awesome man of faith. And I, I want to study faith. I want to study the miraculous. I want to study great men and women of God who got it. They knew how to, how to move in the miraculous. They knew how to, to stay in step with the Holy Spirit. We can learn so much from these amazing men and women of the faith. So I've been reading a bit of Smith Wigglesworth. And a bit What's of a Wigglesworth? Yeah. <laughs> What's know. it worth? I don't know. But he's, he's worth a lot. <laughs> but this is what he said. 
Because, you know, when you pray for someone and, you know, they might have um, a broken finger and you think, I've got faith for that. I, you know, I've got faith for that. I can believe for that. But then you pray for someone that, that might have a more serious condition and suddenly you feel yeah. overwhelmed yeah. by the enormity of, of their condition. But this is what Smith Wigglesworth says. You can never pray the prayer of faith if you look at the person who is needing it. There is only one place to look, and that's to Jesus. Come on. It's that to Jesus. So good. Yeah. Because the same Jesus that can heal a broken finger is the same Jesus that can raise someone from Come the on. dead yeah. Or, yeah. or bring someone out of a wheelchair. Yes. So it's not the condition that dictates whether we're going to see a miracle or not. It's the God of miracles. Yes. He's yes. the author of the miraculous. So if you find yourself overwhelmed, intimidated by whatever you're praying for, then once again, we've got our eyes fixed yeah. on the wrong thing. And we've got to look to Jesus. It's so true. Like the, like Scripture says, and I haven't got the reference here right now, but, but the fervent prayer of faith accomplishes great things. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter. You, you might think, oh, but it didn't accomplish that which I prayed for. We don't know that. Mm. We don't see what's happening behind the scenes. Yeah. We don't see what we've actually mm. activated or mm. released or, yeah. or how we've built on to what has already That's been right. built on That's to right. achieve a mm. result. Mm. The fervent prayer of faith will accomplish yeah. great things, yeah. regardless of what we perceive the outcome mm. should be. Mm. You know, like it, yeah. we've just got to pray that fervent prayer of faith. And sometimes it's an instant answer and sometimes oh, yeah. it's a progressive answer. Yep. And sometimes we need to persevere in prayer mm. because things happen slowly sometimes and things happen over time sometimes. But not to give up, but to persevere, yeah. to keep interceding. Romans 12.3 oh, yeah. says, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. But rather think of yourself with sober, sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith that God has given measure. you. Yes. So God has given every single one of us a measure of faith. And then it goes on to talk about, to, to talk about the gifts. So according to the gift and the purpose that God has for your life, he measures the faith accordingly. So he's given me a measure of faith according to the gifts that he's given me, according to the calling that he's on my life. And he's given you a measure of faith according to the gifts that he's given you and the calling that's on your life. Yep. And we just need and to be you. faithful in activating the measure of faith that mm. we have mm. and not comparing it to the measure of faith that someone else has. Yes. But we all have a measure of that faith. That is so true. Every single one of us. That is beautiful. Yeah. Because sometimes we can, um, like, think that others, you know, if only, like that statement you opened with, if only they, they had more faith in this area. Yeah. But that we're, again, looking at the wrong thing. Mm. We, we just, the example, I know you're going to bring it up because mm. we talked about it, but that, that example of increase my faith. Yeah. Lord, increase my faith. Yeah. You know, when, when Jesus said, you've got little faith here, mm. they you know, increase my faith. Mm. You know, we, we need to be praying for an increase of faith. There is nothing wrong with praying for that increase. Yeah. Yeah. You're not acknowledging that you've got little faith because it doesn't matter. You might have only that, you only need that little faith, like a mm. mustard seed, mm. and that can accomplish so much. But when that seed is sown, mm. it grows into this massively big thing. So yeah. we don't, don't block the potential of that, that small thing, mm. that little thing, yeah. you know, and or that little statement of, Lord, increase my faith. Mm. Father, increase my faith mm. in this. You know, mm. Holy Spirit, show me. Help yeah. me increase my faith. Mm. And you never know. You might get a little still voice giving you a rhema word for the moment that you're in right now, yeah. and God will bring about a mighty tree of growth that produces fruit of faith for others mm. and a shelter for others mm. and a protection for others mm. in your life so yeah faith is so important mm. it is and a really important thing we do have times where we doubt because in, in mark chapter 9 
the man that brought his epileptic boy to Jesus. Yes. And Jesus oh. said, do you believe? Yeah. And he said, yes, I believe, but help my unbelief. <laughs> so he's saying, yes, I do believe, but there's still this little bit of nagging doubt in yeah. my head. And we've all experienced that. Yes, I do believe that God can heal. Yes, I do believe that he's the God of the miraculous. But I still have this little nagging doubt in the back of my mind. And he said, Jesus, I do believe, but help me to deal with that bit of unbelief that still keeps nagging at me. And so he was so honest, wasn't he? Yep. And we can be honest with God and say, I, I do have faith, but I also have this little bit of doubt. Help me, Jesus, to deal with that, that bit of doubt that, you know, unbelief, in the, in the yeah. back of my, my mind. And Jesus remonstrated the disciples on a few different occasions for having little faith, didn't he? <laughs> he said... Well, right in that instance, he did. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, he actually said, he said, you of little faith, you, you um, faithless and perverse yeah. generation, how mm. long will I put up with mm. you? That's what follows in that. And you think, that's a bit harsh, mm. you know, like mm. they're trying to pray for this guy. But what it meant was, um, it actually meant you'd put it, you've put your faith, these are what the words really mean, you've put your trust in a process rather than in the in what I have given you. So mm. he was saying, you've got faith, but yeah. you're misaligning it mm. and not perverse as in corrupt or immoral or mm. anything like that, but you're going, you're actually taking the wrong path in this. Mm. You're actually thinking, oh, it, we've, we've delivered people before, we've, we've dealt with this before, so it mm. just needs to be done this way. And Jesus says, no, it's only by prayer and fasting that this type mm. comes out. Mm. So um, he was just... He was just trying to expand their faith. And that's the funny thing. Jesus, even though he might have, um, oh, what's the word to use? He, he didn't really, well, he, he did. He told them off mm. for their, their lack of faith, but he never stopped that the miracle from coming no, through. No, he never withheld a miracle. He never withheld the miracle. Even so, when people didn't have much faith, yep. he didn't say, like when Peter started to sink in the ocean and he said, oh, Peter, you have little faith. Mm. He didn't say, so now I'm going to let you drown because <laughs> you, your faith sucks. Yeah. No, he still always came through for yeah. people. He might always. have acknowledged the fact that their faith was lagging, but he never held back a miracle to punish them because yeah. of their small faith. He still always came through for them. Even the example that we see in his hometown, mm. where he said, you know, a prophet is without honour in his mm. hometown, um, it says there that he could only do a few miracles mm. and heal a few sick yeah. because of their lack of faith. Yes. So he still mm. didn't withhold the miraculous. He mm. still didn't, there was still faith yeah. there. Yeah. And he's always, he's good. He mm. does good to mm. all who he meets. So yeah. that example is still there. We can trust that about his yes. nature. Yes. We that can. he will always do something. Yeah. And I think the reason why he did remonstrate the disciples is because he knew they had greater faith in them. Oh. He knows the measure of faith we have because ah, he's the one that gave it to us. Yeah. So he, he knew the measure of faith that they had. That's good. And if our faith is in proportion to what's, what our calling is, then the disciples were called for great things. So therefore they had been given great, a great measure of faith. Mm. And so when he said to them, you of little faith, he was saying, you're not using that full measure of faith that you've been given. You're listening to fear. You're listening to doubt. Is that why you've and got I the think props? This is a really good way to demonstrate this. Like, say, say this is my measure of faith. And, and they're not mustard seeds, but they look about the same. They're about the same size as mustard seeds. This is actually quinoa because I don't have mustard seeds at home. <laughs> but say this is my measure of faith, that, that God has given me according to my calling and my gifts. And say this is your measure of faith that God has given you. It should be the other way around, I think. According to your, <laughs> your gifts and, and your calling, right? Yes. So say God asks you to step out in faith yeah. and to obey him. So you step out, but you only use this measure of faith. Mm. Yep, then, I get you. Then God knows that you actually have this much 
Yeah. But you're only applying that much. So the reward. So the reward the fruit, is according to your. According to the measure of faith. According to the measure of faith that you use. Yeah. That you activate. So this is powerful. But if I, if God called me to do something and I stepped out in obedience and I used this much faith, then I'm activating my whole measure. Yeah. And therefore, well done, good and faithful servant. And there's also, may I have yes. the, both the, the props here? There is also the, um, the area where the measure of faith that we've been given may be this much, but you think that you can step out and do something because somebody else has done it. Mm. And what's that? That's comparison. So so then um, we fill up the rest of our faith measure with presumption. With other stuff. With presumption, don't we? Exactly what you said. So so then we go, how come we only got a little Mm. payoff? How Mm. come we only got a little Mm. bit of fruit? I'm hoping you're getting this today Mm. because this is a powerful example yeah. of the kingdom of heaven. Yes. This is the this is the nature of God mm. right here mm. that we've all been given a measure yeah. and and don't compare no. because we're meant to use it and don't mm. shut it away and say mm. oh I've only got a little mm. measure of faith. It's not as big so as yours. let me I'll just put that mm. away because mine can't achieve big things. Mm. Is that like the guy with the one talent that mm. just put it away mm. and hid it in the ground and when when the master returned he says look I kept that measure safe for you. Mm. I still believe in you. I still know that you're God, but I don't need to go to church. I don't need to spend time with other believers. I don't need to read my Bible on a daily mm. basis. What, what am I saying all these things? But it just, it, it could be for someone out there right at the moment. This is your breakthrough moment. This is the breakthrough moment yeah. that you need mm. because you're thinking my faith is only tiny. Mm. It's not as big as Pastor Kylie's. It's, it's only a little bit. So therefore, oh, I'll, just, I'll just ride on her faith. No, 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 no. According to the measure Your of faith measure. that you've been yeah. given. So, and that's it. for us. This is, yeah. we're not here to live vicariously through other people's no, faith. We're no. here to grow in our own measure. And if we only, if we don't become faithful in the little things and use our faith mm. for just the, in the, the small things in our calling, mm. in our giftings, yeah. then we're not going to grow in it mm. to see the bigger things. And it's not just about, bigger is better, but don't we want to see more fruit? Don't mm. we want to see an abundance of fruit? Mm. It's not about bigger is better, but no. but God says, I want fruit. Yeah. I want fruit yeah. from your life. Yeah. I, I, you need fruit to have a return faith. for yeah. it because that is the nature of God's kingdom. Yeah. He will not be mocked in this. Mm. Whatever we sow, we reap. Whatever yeah. we put out, we're going to harvest from. So yeah. if it's in the, according to the measure, mm. then it's going to bring back... Yeah. Like Adrian was saying last week, 30, 60, 100. Yeah. Don't even limit it to what you think that number is. Oh, well, it's not 100, so therefore it, God didn't really bless it. No, it's in accordance with the measure of faith, mm. according to the gifts and the talents yeah. that we've been given and the calling on our life. And it's about being obedient with what God asks you to do because mm. it's different for every one of us. So if, if God asks me to do something and the reward is going to be a 30-fold reward, then I... If I'm obedient in that, mm. then he's happy with that yes. because I'm being obedient with what he's asking me to do. Mm. And, th- and that's what it comes down to, each one of us hearing God for ourselves and obeying him in whatever he asks us to do and yeah. applying our measure of faith. So there's, there's a quote from Catherine Coleman. This is out of her book called A Glimpse of Glory. And this is one of the best definitions of faith that I have ever heard. Yeah. This really nailed it for me. And I've um, <laughs> realised how much I didn't understand about faith. So I've been really digging in deep into faith yeah. lately. So this is um, Catherine Coleman. If you don't know who she was, she was an evangelist who moved powerfully in healing, in the gift of healing. So this is the quote. <laughs> Um, one of the most common errors is to confuse faith with presumption, as we were saying before. We must be constantly alert to the danger of mistaking one for the other, for there is a vast difference between the two. There are many who mix the ingredients of their own mental attitude with a little confidence and a pinch of trust, a generous handful of religious egotism, 
quote some scripture, add some desire, and then mix it all together and label it faith. Not so. Faith is more than belief. It's more than confidence. It's more than trust. It's more than the sum total of these things and none of them in particular. Above all, it's never boastful. If it is pure Holy Ghost faith, it will never work contrary to the will of God. Wow. One of our chief difficulties is our failure to see that faith can be received only as it is imparted to the heart by God himself. You cannot manufacture it. You cannot work it up. You can believe a promise and at the same time not have faith to appropriate that promise. But we have formed the habit of trying to appropriate by belief, forgetting that belief is a mental quality while faith is from God. Wow. Faith is from God. Wow. It's a deposit that's deep in our spirit and it's not in our mind. No. Even though, yes, we believe. Yep. We believe, but faith goes even deeper than belief. That's it's a deposit deep in our spirit that yeah. we know who our Father is. We mm. know what His nature is. We Come know on. He is good. We so know good. He is faithful. We know He's called us mm. to, to believe Him to see the supernatural. It's deep in our, in our spirit. The, the definition of trust because I, I, even though it says, you know, a pinch of trust and, mm. and, and it's not trust, but it's a culmination of all these things. You know, trust because, and faith go together. Yeah, trust, confidence, belief, mm. All, mm. all this goes in together yeah. um, to make it up. It's not just hope either, mm. but it's, it's all these things. Yeah. It's a combination of all these things in a spiritual deposit in our life. Yeah. And that's why knowing the word of God increases our faith because mm. when our mind tries to go off track and say, oh, but this is happening, mm. we can say, yeah, but God says. Yeah. He is. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Says this. Mm. And so trust says is the reliance on the integrity, the strength, the ability, the surety of a person or thing. It's confidence and confident expectation of something that's about to happen. So, and not only that, it says confidence and certainty of a future payment, a future payoff of uh, a credit in your life. Mm. So this is actually, you're getting a credit in your life for something that you're not seeing right at the moment, Mm. but it's credited to your life. It's actually applied to your life. So that's why we don't go on sight. That's Mm. why we don't go on feelings. That's why we don't go on the um, the senses of our existence. Mm. Because as you said before, they are of this world Mm. and they are of the pattern of this world. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. All these things are from Mm. not from the Father, but the pattern of this world. So um, the word trust is used so many times in Scripture. Um, In Psalm nine and verse ten. Those who know your name will trust in you, will trust in your character, your strength, your integrity, your abilities. They'll have confidence, expectation in who you are. Mm. But that word know means to be intimate, to be intimate with the name of God, Mm. intimate with his character, intimate with his nature. They will trust you. Mm. And that word trust actually means um, to be bold, uh, to be careless in, not careless in the behaviour, but careless, careless, as in not being frivolent or anything like that, but not worrying about things, um, not, not caring for that moment. Oh, gee, it's not coming out right, I, I don't think. But do you understand that? It actually means being allowing that faith, that trust to override even your desire to care for whatever it is that you've got in your hands at the moment. But it it means, and and this is a really weird word, I thought they misspelt it. I thought they'd too high for refuge, H-I-E, too high for refuge, which actually doesn't, I thought they meant to hide for refuge. But Mm. the word high means to quickly and securely go to refuge. So when you're in a situation where you go, oh, I don't know what the answer is, faith, trust says my, my response is to quickly and securely go 
into what God has promised, mm. to, to return to what God has says. And that's why your word have I hid in my, in my heart that I will not miss your mark, not miss the mark that you've set for me. Yeah. So trust, those who know your name will trust in you, Lord, and the promise is for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Mm. What an awesome promise. Yeah. That, that's an awesome promise. And that's to do with faith. Mm. It's an element of faith. Mm. Psalm 37, there is so much in Psalm 37, but I just want to bring out um, verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. And this will cause you to dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. That means safe dwelling, safe prosperity, safe providence in your life. It, it will be there. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Many of us can quote this, but are you intimate with what God is actually promising? Are you intimate with his character and his nature that's being revealed in, in this um, portion of scripture? It, it goes on to say, um, commit your way to the Lord and trust in him. Commit your way to the Lord and then quickly return to him. Return to the security of him. Return to the refuge of him. It doesn't mean to run away and hide. It actually means to stand in boldness and confidence that he is in charge, that he is that secure place, that he is that strong tower. And no matter what's going on on the planet, no matter what's going on with the economy, no matter what the gold price is yeah. or what the, yeah. the COVID count mm -hmm. is or whatever yeah, is on. going on, that we return to the the bold and confident place of mm. the refuge of God. Now, faith is. Mm. Faith is. It's yeah. not going to be. Faith it is. Is. It is. The substance mm -hmm. of things hoped for yeah. and the, the, um, the title mm. de deed, the mm. assurance of things not yet seen. Yeah. It is yeah. that credit that's mm. apportioned to our mm. existence, knowing that mm. God is in charge and whatever good he has, according to the measure that we've been mm. given, mm -hmm. according to the gifts and the and the talents and the that calling that's have. on our life, yeah. that we all, all have. have. Each one of yeah. us has. And yeah. if you think that you don't, then what you're doing is you're hiding that mm. measure away. Mm. And God says, don't do that. Mm. I'm not happy when you do that. Yeah. I, I want that you to have that and activate that yeah. and see a return and a reward from yeah. that because that's what the sower does. Mm. He, that's it. He blindly that's sows it. and then he receives mm. from that. Mm. Sorry, have you got something to finish up with? And now faith is. Now faith is. So now you now. have enough faith to trust God. Now. now. You have faith already. You have a deposit of Come faith on. now. Now yes. faith is the substance of things that you're hoping for. Whatever you're hoping for right now, you have the faith required to believe God for that. Mm. You already have it. You just need to activate it. Yeah. You just need to, to acknowledge it and to know the power that is within you. Yes. Because yes. the spirit of God is within you. So, yeah, now faith is. I'm just thinking about that. Um, I'm the vine. Mm. In John 15, I'm the vine and you're my branches. If, if you remain in me and I in you, mm. you'll bear much fruit because apart from me, you can do nothing. And then it goes on to say, if you remain in me and my words, yeah. my words yes. remain in you. So yes. that, that confident assurance mm. of, of who he is, of his mm. nature, of his character, of mm. his promises, if that remains in you, don't let it get stolen away during mm. this season. Don't yeah. let tiredness, don't let busyness, don't let, um, you know, just the us putting our trust and our focus on what's happening. Because, mm. you know, what we meditate on, you, you mm. used an example just earlier, what we focus on mm. in, in, with our faith. Mm. We, we have the ability to apply our faith to what the COVID count is mm. or what the economy mm. is doing mm. or what that, but yeah. that's actually classed as doubt because mm. we're actually pointing our faith in the wrong direction. Yeah. yeah. We're using our faith, but we're, we're assigning it mm. in the wrong the direction. Wrong it's meant yeah. to be to God. Yeah. If you remain in me and my mm. words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. Mm. This is for my Father's glory that you bear much fruit mm. because you're showing yourself to be my disciples, ones that are disciplined and ones that are being taught. That's an incredible word that mm. Jesus called. He didn't call them apostles first off. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't call them saints. He didn't call them priests. Mm. He called them disciples, ones that had 
had given themselves over to be learners. And that's why Jesus was always refining. We think it was correcting and rebuking. Yeah, and scripture uses that, but he was always calling out mm. a refinement of a growth and an advancement yeah. in their faith level, yeah. in their expansion of their life yeah. so that they could produce a lot of fruit. Mm. Yeah. God wants that for your life. Mm. Whatever you wish. Mm. And you might say, oh, but I wish for a million dollars. And it has to be in accordance with God's will. Mm. And it has to be in accordance with the faith. Faithful with the little. Mm. Are you being faithful with the little money that you have in your life? If you're not being faithful with that little bit of money in your life, then you can wish for a million dollars or a billion dollars. It ain't going to happen because that comes out of the, a portion of little faith. Then you, can be, then you can be trusted with a lot more. Mm. Or you might be thinking it just is a little thing here. It, it, I had to start proclaiming in my life that God was good regardless of how I fe felt in my pain levels in my body. Mm. And... It, it, it's just, a, it's a journey. It's a, it's a growth thing in our life. And it's being taught, allowing yourself to be taught on a daily basis and allow yourself to be continually filled yeah. with the Spirit, yes. singing psalms and hymns yes. and spiritual songs so to one another that are around yeah. us. And not just complaining about, mm. I'm in pain, mm. I'm, the, I'm, I'm poor, mm. I don't have a relationship, I don't have this, I don't mm. have that. No, no, no. What has God blessed you with? Yeah, so much. What has God given yeah, you? Yeah, so much. I, I was talking this week, and it, it's funny, because I, I, for some reason I started um, reminiscing about the times when God has saved me, like physically <laughs> saved me. And, so many. And Chelsea was just <laughs> in awe. No, no, it was more shock and awe of some of the stupid things that I had done when I was younger. And I said, that's why I keep saying, if you think you're here because you've kept yourself safe, no, no, you are here because God has designed that you be here. If you think, oh, no, but I've, I've done this and I've done that. No, no, that's just the pride of life. You are here because God has desired that you be here yeah. at this hour, yeah. at this moment, yes. in this season yes. of time. And we've got to count it a privilege that we are alive oh, yeah. for this season. Yeah. In, in future generations, grateful. there are going to be people that will look back and say, you were there. Mm. You were there when all this was going mm. on. What happened? How did you feel? How did you apportion... How did you get through it? Mm. What did you do that mm. was different to anyone else? Because you came through this okay. And yeah. others committed suicide. Others mm. lost hope. Mm. Others abandoned their faith. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Leave a uh, legacy of faith. Legacy of Leave faith. Leave a legacy of yeah. faith. Legacy of yeah. faith. Very good. Mm. Mm. Oh, we are out of time. Now. Yeah. We've got oh. to get out of here. Yes, yes, yes. Because we have a time limit on us now. Mm. Please, don't forsake gathering together. Yeah. And if, if you know someone in your life group, because a lot of people have come back to church, but there's still some families that I can think of that we haven't seen since this time last year. Yeah. So it's reach out. Reach out. Wow. If you know someone in your life group that we haven't seen, please reach out to them. Tell them that we miss them. Tell them that we want to see them. Check in and see if they're okay because we're a family, we're a body mm. and we need to gather everyone back in, gather everyone back in. Yeah. So that, that's, that's the body, the work of the body, the body, not just the leaders. Yeah. But as a body is a body, if um, Grandpa, Robin Taylor, he, he makes a statement all the time that if, if you have a culture in you that is different to the body, then um, you reject the body or the body rejects you. Like, that's a natural thing. Um, don't allow contamination of this season. Don't allow contamination of what you think how things should be working out mm -hmm. to contaminate you to the ecclesia, the body of Christ. Don't get an adverse culture mm -hmm. or an opposite culture to the culture of the kingdom of yeah, heaven yeah. because you will reject the body. Yeah. It's, it's a natural process, first natural, mm -hmm. then spiritual. So don't allow that culture of offence, don't allow that culture of pride, don't allow that culture of even doubt to get in there because you will reject that coming together. You'll say, mm. yeah, whatever it is, mm. 
there's a correction coming from the Spirit at the moment mm. because He wants us to come together. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. want us to be separated. Mm. He doesn't want us to be divided. Mm. Jesus' prayer was, Father, make them one yeah. as you and yeah. I are one. That's it. Yeah. Mm. Love. Yeah. Love conquers all things. Mm. Attitudes and opinions don't. Mm. Love does. Mm. Love never fails. Yeah. Let's pray mm. as we finish up. Mm. Do you want to pray or shall I? I'll pray. Good on you. Thank you, Father. Oh, yes, Lord. Lord, I thank you for the measure of faith that you've given every single one of us. Because you're a good and and generous Father. Lord, I thank you for the gifts and the talents and the calling that is on each one of our lives, Lord. And remind us, Holy Spirit, to be faithful in what you have called us to do. Remind us to lean in and to listen and obey. Jesus said, those who follow me and those who love me, obey me. Mm. And you are Lord of our lives and we want to listen, we want to follow, we want to obey and we want to be faithful with the measure of faith that you have given us. Lord, I thank you for your comfort and protection to be in every household right Mm. now. I thank you for your presence in every household right now. I thank you for the time that we can gather again really soon. Lord, you you are with us when we gather together. Lord, you are with us in our homes. But you've called us to be one. And so Mm. I thank you for making the way clear for your church to gather and for us not that we're not one when we're at home, but that we can come together yeah. and be in one place Unity. like the disciples were in one place and the followers were all in one place when you poured your spirit out on them, Lord. Mm. I thank you for pouring your spirit out thank on you, us. Thank you, Father. Right now, Holy Spirit, I thank you for being poured out and for continually filling us, for continually filling us yes. with your Holy Spirit and thank your you. power to be your witnesses in these troubled times. Lord, in how we live, in how we trust, in how we obey, let us be your witnesses to this troubled world, Lord. In Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. You are a good God. Amen. You are a good God. You are. Hallelujah. You you are a good God. You are a good God. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.